And for more, we're joined on the line now by market analyst Clive Intozabantu Rabatibela. Commiserations to you. Halala, 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 Sakina. Good morning to you. I must say that the proteins are looking strong, huh? Do you think this is it? This is the year? Yeah, I shan't say anything at this point. Um, 107 for four after mm, 30.3 mm. overs. Um, I'd love to hear Janet's thoughts. Absolutely. Mm. The problem is that Sangakara is still there. But of yeah. course, you and I are meant to talk about Asian stocks, and uh, mm. it seems as little as changed as investors wait. Uh, they are waiting that Fed statement. Nobody knows what she's going to say. I said, like I said, if she doesn't yell, then we're all happy, Miss Janet Yellen. But the problem that we've got now is that people are very jittery about money. It's like that situation, you know, you just got paid, and then you're just waiting at the bank, and then you know that the debit was about to run, and then you go quickly to the ATM before 12 o'clock midnight. Just after one minute past 12, you draw all the money before the David orders run. <laughs> That's exactly what people are doing now. They're just waiting to hear what this woman has got to say. So they're waiting to know whether or not they should be putting money or not in the equity space. And that's why the Asian markets, Akira, are not necessarily looking strong. Uh, they're quite mainly MSA Asia-Pacific. It's declined in actual fact in the last uh, couple of hours uh, to 0.1%. And also if you look at the Fed uh, and what they were expecting them to say, a lot of the guys, a lot of commentators still saying that they're going to be patient. So I don't know what patient means because the only patient I know, Ushala Emletal in Soweto there, that's patient I know. But they want us to be patient and we must hope, hope, hopefully wait for them to make a decision. So let's wait with, with the minutes, let's wait and see what the minutes say. Indeed, we shall do mm. just that. Not mm. like we can do anything else. Uh, but uh, just looking at South Africa's current account deficit, uh, mm. looking at the papers this morning, it's narrowed in the final quarter of 2014. Although the economy and the RAND remain vulnerable to shocks caused by capital outflows, though. You know what happens when you have capital outflows, which is what concerns a lot of South Africans, uh, a lot of economists as well, because you understand this industry very well. Um, you know, if you, if, you, if you are, if the money's not staying in the country, you remember yesterday we spoke about what's happening in Indonesia, Sakina, where they're actually influencing foreigners to keep money local by cutting down on their taxes and giving them incentives, for example, if they hire more local-based uh, uh, employees. So what that does, then it, it encourages in- investors to actually stay around so that the money doesn't leave as quickly as it is made in that particular country. So now what is happening is the, the, the reserve came out yesterday with the, with the, with the, with the current account um, numbers. And if you look there, for example, we've got, uh, we had rising exports for the last quarter of last year. Um, uh, the deficit was shrunk to 5.1%, which to the, to the gross domestic product, which is the GDP number in the fourth quarter of last year. It was revised, by the way, from 5.8% in the third quarter. So the current account deficit has been a major source of concern for Kina for the investors, and the rent firmed up about, around about 0.3% after this news came out. So what that tells you is that it is a favorable uh, uh, outcome uh, that we see, because you know that BMW's manufacturing plant as well has increased productivity. I'm hoping that they will still keep on staying here, uh, despite uh, troubles last year with the strikes and they still seem to be doing very well but like i always say there's only two types of cars in the world and <clears throat> it's a bmw and the rest of them so that is the reason why they're doing relatively well <laughs> i used to think that until i was enlightened so oh! your turn is coming not <laughs> <laughs> below the belt oh dear <laughs> Very quickly, the yeah. petrol price, I mean, uh, you know, talks that uh, we might see a two rand uh, mm. increase. I mean, mm, not very good news, is that? 
But we're not surprised, Sakina. Remember I said to you. Yeah, but if still, you put, two rand sounds like, like a lot. It is a lot. It oh. is a lot. But we've dropped by almost five rand over the last uh, three, no, six months. So it means that we're just making back, we're going back slowly to where we were previously. But we did say that as soon as demand comes back um, within the OPAC, within those Arabic countries, then you're going to start seeing the oil price making it bounce back. It hasn't bounced back as much as quickly as I thought it would, but still, I think that we should prepare ourselves because as well as need to take into consideration as the 1st of April that our fuel level will be going up as well. Mm. Um, so those things are, are very fundamental. I mean, there's very little you can do. So like, like I said, if you've got them cool, cool, somewhere there, Sakina, put the petrol in there and just make sure that there's no flammable <laughs> things there. 